Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, your host, and today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is going to explain overcoming a passive spirit. We've all been given gifts of the Spirit, but does fear hold you back from using your gifts to glorify God? Well, today, Rabbi is going to show us how to be bolder in our faith as we continue to put God first. This message is part of our series titled, The Mysteries in the Gospel of John. And if you'd like to learn more about the Jewish roots of your faith, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, let's get started with today's message, Rabbi Opens with Prayer. Father God, we just ask you to strike our hearts with your word. Change us by your word. Father, we declare that your word is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. Jesus, you said that you wash your church by your word. Jesus, we ask that as your word goes forth during this broadcast, that you would wash us and change us and conform us to your image. And all God's people that are in agreement with me today spoke Hebrew and said together, amen and amen. I wanna continue now today as we see Jesus begin to gather his disciples together. We're gonna go now to John chapter number one, and I wanna pick up here in verse number 45. We see that Jesus had called Philip to be his disciple, and then Philip went and told Nathaniel about Jesus. Jesus is just beginning, beloved ones, to put together his team. I wanna read this account to you because there's application that I wanna make for your life today. Hear the word of God. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. So once again, Philip is saying to Nathanael, we found the one whom Moses and the prophets wrote of. Once again, I want you to get the fact that the gospel comes to us, listen now, from a Hebraic and a Jewish context. We can't just read the gospels from a 21st century perspective. We want to, as much as possible, go back in time 2,000 years and put ourselves in the shoes of a Jew living in Israel because this is how it happened and this is where it happened. Philip says to Nathanael, we found the one, Nathanael, of whom Moses and the prophets wrote of. Note the Jewish context here. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Philip was pretty sure of himself that he had found the one. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Now that verse puzzled me for a long time. Jesus, Yeshua, looks at Nathanael and says, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. That verse really was troubling for me because the Bible says, how evil is the human heart? Who can know it? You know, the Bible says that Paul said, for example, within us dwelleth no good thing. So reading all that I've read about, you know, the corruption of the human heart, that there is none that doeth good, the scripture says, no, not one, etc. I was wondering how Yeshua said of Nathaniel, he was an Israelite in whom there is no guile. But what I believe is going on here, beloved, is that Philip in his heart was a very sincere, transparent person 
that didn't operate through deception and manipulation. He was just what you would call a very down-to-earth, honest person. Still at sin, still you know, had a lot of the other issues that we deal with that come from the realm of darkness, but deep inside, Philip was a very transparent individual. He said he doesn't have any deceit or guile in him. You've met people like that. Even sometimes people that don't know the Lord, some of those people can still be pure in heart, but they can be innocently deceived. You know, Paul said this about Israel in Romans 9 through 11. He said, I bear them witness concerning their zeal for God, but it's not in accordance with knowledge. So some of them had a very sincere zeal for God, but because they were trapped in darkness, it wasn't in accordance with knowledge and the path of it led to death. So let's continue on here. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus was giving him a word of knowledge. Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip called you, when you were under the tree, I saw you. Now, obviously, what we're seeing here is Yeshua operating in the spiritual gift that Paul calls the word of knowledge. He's operating in the spiritual gift that we sometimes call the word of prophecy or the prophetic gift. And I want you to know, these same gifts that Jesus operated in his church today operates in. In fact, Jesus said, greater works than these, Jesus said of his church, will you also do? In other words, Jesus said, the things that I've done, my church shall do even greater things. And Paul goes through all the gifts of the Spirit in the book of Corinthians, listing gifts of healing, gifts of miracles, gifts of prophecy, gifts of prophetic words of the Lord, et cetera, et cetera. This that we see here is Yeshua, Jesus, operating in the gifts of the Spirit. He had the word of foreknowledge. He had the word of prophecy. He saw Philip under the fig tree. He had this word of supernatural knowledge concerning Philip. When I'm wanting to stress, beloved church, we need to be open to God operating supernaturally through our lives. And I want you to know these gifts, all of them are still for today. Some people teach that once the Bible was written, the gifts of the Spirit passed away. But nothing could be farther from the truth. The gifts of the Spirit, beloved, endure until Jesus' return, until the fullness of the body of Christ, until we've matured into a complete man. It would make no sense that the gifts of the Spirit would pass away. In fact, Peter tells us in the book of Acts chapter two that those that have been baptized in the Holy Spirit would walk in the gift of prophecy, God would speak to them in their dreams at night. They'd have supernatural visions of the Lord. Jesus operated in supernatural spiritual gifts. And because you're anointed with the same Holy Spirit that Jesus was anointed with, you also can operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but you have to look to God. You have to believe God. You have to let go of your fear. You have to trust him. You have to step out and act on these gifts when you feel that he's showing you something. And as you do, you'll learn that truly you are anointed in the Holy Spirit and you can operate in the supernatural gifts even as Jesus did. Now, don't misunderstand. The gifting that we have comes to us through Jesus, but he's anointed us, beloved ones, with his spirit. That's why the Bible says, God has given gifts to men by his spirit, to some the word of knowledge, to some the gift of miracles, to some the gift of healings, to some the gift of prophecy, to some the gift of faith, to some the gift of teaching, etc., etc. You have to operate though, listen now, in the anointing that God has given you. Many people have been given opportunity to operate in the spiritual gifts, but because of fear, because of lack of faith, 
because of pride, because of the fear of being embarrassed, they've not stepped out to operate in the anointing that's on them. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. But first, did you know that you can receive real-time encouragement straight from Rabbi through text message? Visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com and click on the link that says Rabbi Text Me. Or you can text the keyword Rabbi to the number 88777. Rabbi sends these special text messages as the Holy Spirit leads, and he looks forward to connecting with you real soon. Thank you for remembering that Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a listener-supported ministry. Rabbi Schneider's teachings are made possible through the generous gifts from people like you, who understand the importance of sharing the good news of Jesus' return. Because of you, we are changing lives all over the world. Give online by visiting discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now let's get back to Rabbi's message. I remember one time I was sitting in my sanctuary teaching a Bible study. And in the midst of the Bible study, suddenly the door opened into the sanctuary and in walked a man I had never seen in my life. Something in me said, stand up and blow the shofar over him. But it seemed so strange and so odd, I didn't do it. I wait for the man to get all the way next to me and I say to him, how can I help you? And he said, I'm here to buy a shofar. And I realize you just missed an opportunity. If you would have been obedient to the anointing that's on you and trusted in it and stood up and blown the shofar over that man, it would have been a supernatural confirmation that God was calling him to not only buy the shofar, but to blow the shofar. And it would have been such an amazing demonstration to everybody there of the supernatural reality of the kingdom of God. But because I didn't trust in the anointing on me, and because I didn't step out in faith and act on it, I missed the opportunity. And I've seen that happen many times in my life. As a result of that, when I sense the Holy Spirit leading me to say something or leading me to do something, I trust in the anointing. And what I find then is that I'm operating in the spiritual gifts. So to sum up, when John the Baptist saw Jesus and when Jesus was speaking concerning Nathaniel, they were operating in spiritual gifts. John the Baptist operated in the gift of visions when he saw the Spirit of the Lord descending upon Jesus as a dove in John 1. And then Jesus also operates in the spiritual gifts when he sees prophetically and supernaturally Nathanael under the fig tree where Nathanael had been before Jesus met him, not with his natural eyes, but Jesus saw him in the spirit. And then Jesus saw unto his heart and spoke a word of knowledge saying to him, you're an Israelite in whom there's no guile. And the point that I'm making, beloved ones, is that these gifts are not reserved to just read about in the Bible, but these same gifts and demonstration of God's power that operated through the life of Jesus should be operating through the church today, and that includes you. But listen, you've got to trust in the anointing that's on you so that you can step out and operate in it. Maybe you feel the Lord leading you to call somebody on the phone and speak to them what the Bible calls a prophetic word word or a word of knowledge. Do it, obey him, call him in love. You don't have to say to him, thus saith the Lord. You can just simply say to him, I don't know if this means anything to you, but I was sensing this and feeling this and then share it with them. 
And I want you to know, you're gonna find that oftentimes you're gonna hit the mark and the word you're gonna deliver is gonna be exactly what they needed to hear because the same anointing that was on Jesus is on you and I today. The Bible says, we have received an anointing from the Holy One and it is not a lie. I wanna encourage you, beloved, Jesus is our goal. The Bible says, as he was in this world, so also now are we. So let's continue on. Jesus once again sees Nathanael and he says to him, you're an Israelite in whom there is no guile. He begins to dialogue and he says, because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. In other words, Yeshua was saying to Nathanael, listen, you believe because I gave you this one prophetic word. You believe because I said I saw you under the fig tree before I could physically see you and because I spoke a prophetic word concerning the nature of your heart. He said, I want you to know, Nathanael, you're gonna see way bigger things than these. And I wanna encourage you and encourage myself to believe God for more. Jesus said to Nathanael, listen, you believe because of this. He said, you're gonna see much more. Listen again. Because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. He said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see the heavens open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. I want to encourage us, church, to believe God for more. But we have to press in sometimes to faith. In other words, if we just get into a passive spirit and just accept whatever's on our heart, we're gonna find ourselves making little progress. But Jesus taught that the violent take the kingdom of God by force. Now, sometimes when we hear that word violent, we have a perception that makes it difficult for us to receive it. But when Jesus spoke of the fact that the violent take the kingdom of God by force, he was saying we have to have a firm, holy resolve to lay a hold of the kingdom. We have to press in. We have to take authority over principalities and powers of darkness. We have to exercise our faith aggressively because all of us need to break out of having a passive spirit. There are things that we're accepting, thoughts that we're accepting, that God wants us to cast off and break through and break out of. But it's only gonna happen if we believe God that there's more than we're experiencing and if we get an aggressive spirit to lay a hold of the kingdom of God, a violent spirit to lay a hold of the kingdom. We have to come against those things in our heart and those things that are mind that are inhibiting us from believing and from gaining more in the Lord. But sometimes the thing that holds us back is that some of us are more concerned with what other people think of us than we are with what God thinks of us. I remember years ago when I would go to church with people, I'd raise my hand in the church and the people sitting next to me that I had brought with me, they weren't comfortable raising their hands in the church, but I did it because I couldn't help it. My hands just went up, you know, in worship and praise. The Bible says, let men everywhere lift up holy hands. And I remember the person sitting next to me said, you know, put your hands down. Do you have to do that? They were so concerned with how we looked to other people and even my raising my hands was making them feel embarrassed that they were being trapped from greater experience and from greater fullness in the Holy Spirit to break through, to lay a hold of God so that you experience the more that Jesus spoke to Nathaniel about. He said, Nathaniel, you're gonna see more. Do you believe because of this? Nathaniel, there's so much more. You're gonna see the heavens opened 
and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. And this concept of the heavens opening and angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man, beloved one, that's for you and I, that's for all of us. What it means for us is that God is gonna open windows in the spirit for us to come into greater revelation of him, greater experience in him, a greater experience of the anointing of the Holy Spirit on our lives. There's so much more. But in order for us to enter into the more, listen now, church, we have to be bold. We have to press in. We have to come out of a passive spirit. When we find that doubt is taking place in our heart, we have to come against it and speak faith declarations to those doubts and also cry out to God for mercy and help. Help me, Father God, to believe you for this. Help me, Father, to believe you for my healing. Help me, Father, to get more active in my faith. Help me to exercise your faith by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh that lives within me. We have to come out of a passive spirit, beloved, take a hold of God, and this is something that doesn't happen all at once. It's something that we press into and warfare into more and more, and we also have to be on guard from letting what people think about us keep us from laying a hold of God. Jesus said, how can you believe when you seek the glory of men rather than the glory of God. Jesus was saying you're not gonna be able to believe because you're more concerned about what men think about you than what God thinks about you. I wanna declare to you today, beloved church, God has more. Just like God had more for Nathaniel, God has more for every single one of his kids today. But we've gotta put him first. So let's put him first. Let's even now make a declaration together. I want to ask you to repeat after me. Father God, in Jesus' name, I repent of not going after the more. I want more of you. And I'm not going to let anything hold me back. From this point forward, I will not allow the fear of what other people think of me hold me back from you. When I sense your Holy Spirit leading me to do something, I will step out in faith and not allow myself to shrink back for fear of looking like a failure. Father, I believe that you love me, that you've got more for me. And Father God, I'm hungry and thirsty for the more. So Father God, please forgive me for quenching your Holy Spirit. I repent and I open my heart up to you now and I ask you, Lord Jesus, come inside me in a deeper way, baptize me with fresh fire. Give me wisdom and revelation to understand that you live inside me and that you want to live your life through me.
We're so glad that you joined us today, and this is the Bible teaching ministry of Rabbi Schneider. And if you'd like to learn more about this program or Rabbi Schneider, be sure to connect with us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And if you missed any of these messages in our series on the mysteries in the Gospel of John, you'll find the complete series on our website, or you can subscribe to our daily podcast. We also have a vibrant YouTube channel where you can not only only hear Rabbi, but also see him as he delivers these daily life-transforming truths. To learn about the variety of ways you can catch this program, just go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you know, there are so many people who still need to hear God's word. And if Rabbi's messages are stirring something in your heart, will you embrace God's calling and partner with this ministry right now? Here's Rabbi to tell us more. Many are familiar with the story of the widow that the Lord appointed to feed Elijah during a time of famine. When Elijah approached the widow, he said, give me something to eat. And she said, well, all I have is a little bit of bread and a little bit of oil, and it's enough just for my son and I to eat it, then we'll have nothing and die. Elijah said, just do as I say and go prepare it for me. She obeyed. And not only did Elijah have a meal, but it sustained the widow and her son until it was no longer necessary to do so. The point I'm making is something supernatural happened when she entrusted her possessions to the Lord. I believe that the same thing happens in your life and my life when we honor the Lord with our possessions and trust Him with them. I want to encourage you. If the Lord is using this ministry to bless you and feed you, honor him with your possessions through it, I'm confident that you're going to receive a supernatural blessing back. This is Rabbi Schneider. Thank you. I love you. And shalom. Here's how you can partner with us today. Give a gift of any amount online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or you can also call 800-777-7835. And to show our appreciation for your monthly donations or your gifts of any amount, we'll send you an audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's latest message of the month. And it's also available as an instant download along with our most recent newsletter. And for those of you who are new monthly partners, we'll also send you a gorgeous, authentic shofar that's been handcrafted in Israel. And well, Rabbi cited a number of reasons that people hold back from utilizing the gifts of the Spirit that God has given us. But what about you? If you're using your gifts and your talents to glorify God and to spread the good news of Jesus, would you let us know that you're listening? We want to pray for you and your gifting. You can connect with us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or you can write to us at discoveringthejewishjesus, P.O. Box 777. Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. We look forward to hearing how God is working in your life and pouring his blessings over you and your family this year. But right now, let's wrap up today's message on overcoming a passive spirit with a special blessing from Rabbi. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartations of the Lord's blessings. 
you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider provides a glimpse into the mysteries in the Gospel of John. That's Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.